0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to 11. Once again, Nathan Bell. Joining me, as always, is Jolly St. Greg.
1: Yes! Dude, it is time for the men, like I like to be the public service announcement. Get your butts in gear. Get those <laughs> gifts.
0: Yeah, we're uh, we're counting down the days now, man. It is uh, as of this recording dropping. It is Tuesday, December nineteenth. Oh, wow, dude! So uh, you know you have realistically five days. You still got some time to do some Amazon time.
1: Prime. You can you can get Amazon. You yep. just jump on it. And make sure they guarantee yeah. the shipping. Yeah,
0: usually usually you can go till about the the twentieth or twenty first to get it on yep. time.
1: I, I think that. That's right.
0: So depending on where you are, like here in Maryland, I think you can actually even do the 23rd with some items because we got our warehouse so close That's to us. That's true. So so you can do the one day, like if you get it the 23rd and get it delivered the 24th. But you got to be careful with some of that because again, it's Christmas and yeah. they're running out of those items. <laughs> oh, so.
1: absolutely. And they're, I mean, everything's overwhelmed. So yeah. Yeah. Let's just uh, notice I don't even say that to the ladies. The ladies tend to have all oh, of are so done. Locked.
0: They're and done. And they, they went out Black Friday and yeah. got all their stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were. My mother sometimes had it done, I think, in August. Yeah. Um, yeah, just had that stuff ready to go. So that's a public service for the guys. But yeah, hard to believe, dude. We are just flying through it. They and are. Then, is this too soon to say? Our next yeah, podcast- Yeah, go for it. Do it. Uh, is going to drop a little early that's this right. year. That's right. That's right. Because we want those of you who I know might stay up Christmas Eve till midnight. What do you want to do with your family when the clock strikes 12, he said, Get in those Christmas PJs and listen to these go to 11. That's what we know you want to do.
0: Greg, what else would you want to what do? What else with would your you time? do on Christmas? I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> We're like, audience, <laughs> please don't answer that question. Right? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though, dude. Yeah. Uh, maybe this everybody's different. I used to get so bummed Christmas afternoon
0: okay something
1: about that like one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock hour
0: you know the time's ticking down yeah
1: and and all the gift opening is done and i don't know you're already starting to think man is christmas it's it's still christmas but it feels kind of over uh that's the time to put on the nice go to 11 podcast
0: that's right because
1: we uh are such terrible husbands (laughs) And members of our families that we're going to be coming in the studio. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a little earlier than we're letting on. That's dude. right. <laughs> a little bit earlier than we. We might have that a little bit pre-recorded, but um, yeah, we're going to drop that right dude on the twenty fifth.
0: Yep. So it'll be ready to go. Um, we will. Yeah. We will do our Christmas Eve service uh, here yep. at CFC. Uh, you know, three that o'clock will be- and
1: five o'clock.
0: 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock, that will be a long day for us, brother. It will be. Um, But it'll be good. Looking forward to it. And what we will do is I will, uh, right after services are done, go home, uh, get the appetizers in the oven, because that's what we do on Christmas Eve is appetizers. And uh, I'll go down. I will do the editing on the podcast. And uh, while that's cooking... Get this uploaded, and it will be ready to drop at midnight Christmas morning.
1: That's awesome, dude. <clears throat> I will be waiting for uh, my bonus check for the These Go to 11 podcast. And when it's the Jelly of the Month Club, I'll be drinking out of my moose glass <laughs> in the eggnog saying, <laughs> it's good,
0: it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good.
1: Dude, what is it about that scene?
0: Oh, I worried. It's good. Just just the you know, the touch of psychosis
1: that's running through his eyes. Clark that's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> that it is, Edward. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, dude. Oh, I, we man. can't have a oh. Christmas vacation reference that I don't go off on for a little
0: while. That's right. But getting getting back on yes, track please, here, please. Um, oh, we, we're talking scripture. What am we I? We are right. talking scripture, right? We uh, again said this last week and the week before. Uh, Christmas is a time, Greg, where you try to put something out to the church. Yeah. Um, in in order to help us start reflecting on Christmas, on on this time of year. Um, you're going to start doing that kind of every other year because of how intense it is yeah. to, to do that. And so uh, what we've decided to do is take this kind of off year where you're not putting out those devotional videos uh, or or a devotion book, whatever yeah. it might be, and we're going to go ahead and focus on uh, the true meaning of Christmas, yeah. Christ. And so we started... Genesis 3.15 did that two weeks ago uh, looking at the promise of the Messiah to come Yep. Um, just that that very first word spoken uh, and what that would look like there's yep. going to be a son he's going to crush the head of the serpent serpent is going to bruise the heel of the Savior yep. and that's all we know um, and then last week we took a look at the genealogy yep. and we took a look at uh, what could be uh, seen as the four replacement women of the matriarchs yeah. in uh, in Jewish tradition, and and really these become the four women of Christendom, yeah. Um, and these are the ones who Matthew highlights and shows us and lifts up as this is Christ's line, yeah. Um, this is why he came.
1: Yeah, dude. I, I every year I'm so thankful for that because it's like a it's like a, it's a gift yeah. in rap that you might not be initially excited about. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember uh, I had uh, my uncles, Ted and Dale, uh, who I were my you were mom's. were to say
0: Bill and Ted. Yeah,
1: Bill and Ted. That'd be good. Or Chip and Dale. No, I, <laughs> I can't remember which, but Ted and Dale, uh, they uh, were roomies for a while. They're my mother's youngest uh, two brothers and uh, they would often wrap up their gifts in just brown shopping bag wrap right oh, that's
0: fantastic cut
1: it, and i remember i was a kid i was like man but they bought gifts from back then it was called radio shack nice and my brother and i dig those gifts so i tend to think that uh little genealogy as we saw last week there's so much gold in it dude in a genealogy. Right. You know, my, my I think I mentioned that last week. The the Christmas message I gave years ago was why ruin Christmas with a genealogy? Yeah. Um, again, what PR firm is like, okay, Matthew, here's what you're gonna do. Right. You know, it's been four hundred years, we've had no revelation since Malachi. Here's what we're gonna do. We are gonna unveil the arrival of the hero <laughs> of history in the story. Are you ready? <laughs> Unpronounceable names uh that goes on for hundreds and hundreds of words uh, it's going to be a genealogy uh pardon me what um it's not the wrapping paper you would expect right. but there's gold yeah in uh and so i i really enjoyed doing that it's just good for me and remember yeah. uh, i dropped that frederick bruner quote yeah Woo. Oh, that was Which good was, was so good so if we're if you missed it go back and check that one
0: out. Absolutely. That,
1: that was just a fun one to, to talk through.
0: And today, we, we're going to be doing something equally as important. We we touched on it last week with some of the things that we talked about. We touched on it in our first up ep- Christmas episode. And this is, I uh, don't really know what to title this, except... What Christmas pageants got wrong? <laughs>
1: um, Christmas miscellany.
0: That's right. right? Uh, something like that. The truth. Uh, the truth of the gospel. Uh, years too late. Uh, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever we end up calling this, but uh, the wise men. Right. What yep. do we, What do we do with the wise men? We don't really know what to do with them because. They are central to our Christmas tradition, even yeah. though they have nothing to do with the actual birth of Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, what do we do with the three of them in particular? Because we're not actually told a number. We're told a number of gifts, Yeah. but not a number of people.
1: I was always uncomfortable there. Here's the birth of Jesus. And you got those three guys like poking each other in the eye. and Like, yeah, wise guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's wise men. <laughs> That's right. Okay, the Magi, so, yes, the Magi. Yeah, you can take that out. That's right. I got that wrong. Uh, so it wasn't Larry Moe, and Curly. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, but the the three, yeah, or sometimes the kings. Yes, the kings. We three kings. Yeah, you know, uh, you are thinking what? Yeah,
0: the star. The star uh, this is yep. another. You know, another element of of the things that we see, which are which are true in Christ's early years, yep. but not that not that birth right not when we celebrate the 25th right um and, and really i mean you, you know you have a lot of other things kind of surrounding this as well you you have uh you know the the kings the magi arriving at herods yep. um him sending out you know his cavalry to go and try to try to stop this king yeah. from uh. entering um and it, Coming in and taking over his kingdom, yeah. um, you know, and so all of these things that kind of surround this, but but really take place years later, right? Um, and so uh, we're we're going to go ahead and we're we're going to start there. And so, uh, Greg, I know you've been kind of scrolling through and looking. Uh, just kind of rereading those verses so they're fresh on your mind so if you've got those there for us yeah uh, why don't you go ahead and just read that read that section to us um, that oftentimes uh, is kind of incorporated into our uh, Christmas plays and little children's plays our nativity scenes and all of those other things that we that we see are excuse me, around this time at Christmas.
1: Absolutely, dude. That's usually Matthew 2 is where a lot of these come from. And let me read that, Matthew 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east, or wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose And have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet. They quote Micah 5.2, And you, O Bethlehem, of the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And then Herod summoned the wise men secretly, ascertained from them what time the star had appeared, mm-hmm. and he sent them to Bethlehem. Like you mentioned, Nathan, go search um, diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. And if you believe that, uh, Herod also has a oceanfront property in <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa, That's that he wants right. to sell you. Um after listening to the king, they, the wise men or the magi, they went on their way. Behold, the star that they had seen, when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They fell down and worshipped him. And here's the gifts opening their treasures, they offered him gifts. Gold and frankincense and myrrh, and being warned in a dream not to return, Herod, they departed. They departed to their own country by another way. Mm. Uh, so a lot of that detail mm-hmm. that you reference, which tends to make the pageants, um, is right in there in mm-hmm. Matthew two. Yeah. Uh, now the shepherds uh, come out of Luke. Yep. Uh, really, Luke chapter two. Uh, so you know, when we think of the traditional Christmas pageant, we think of uh, you know, shepherds, mm-hmm. wise men, yep, Mary and Joseph Jesus there in Bethlehem, in the you know Major, the manger yep. scene, and we, we've got this kind of nice quaint thing going on and you know, a billion kids pageants have been done yeah. with those things in mind, but it, it really, is i think the key that you see here dude is Matthew 2 by the time the wise men the magi arrive it's been quite some time yeah and now this doesn't prove it i didn't read the the portion later where Herod orders the slaughter yeah of the children born in Bethlehem or the surrounding regions every child two years and younger yeah so it may have been that the magistrate said oh it was about a year ago yeah so Herod says well let's just double that to be safe right maybe it was nine months ago maybe it was 18 months ago it's been some time yeah. it's been a minute yeah they weren't there the same night right that's that that's that's the key thing uh, and again you know I'm, I don't mean to um, uh, it's hard for children yeah to get all this. So to basically have a creative means of showing, shepherd came to see Jesus. True. Yeah. Magi came to see Jesus. True. Yeah. They get kind of lumped in. weren't f- weren't Frosty and Rudolph right. there? Were they? No, wait. That's no. Right. It's
0: the little drummer boy. The little drummer boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, is that our first Christmas <laughs> reference <laughs> this go around? Ah, yes. Come on, you know I got to get that in Yes, there. <laughs> the weirdest worship moment ever in CFC. If you've heard it before, I'll be quick. Many years ago, old building, and I remember seeing the words on the screen, which sometimes have words like, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, or it is well with my soul. Or, or, or if we're
0: going to go Christmas, right? God rest you, Merry Merry gentlemen. God and sinners reconciled.
1: But one day, yes, in CFC's storied history, on the screen were their words: Rum, Pum, 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 Rum, Pum, 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 Pum. Yes, those words were on a screen. Adults were singing those words. (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. And I will never forget talking to a lady afterwards and talking. I said, Yeah, did it just feel kind of maybe a little childish? Because, well, yeah, that. And we were singing about something that, like, you know, never happened. (laughs) I said, Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) <laughs> that, never, that never happened. And dude, it ha- to this day, I don't think I could ever get that out of my head that God clearly has a sense of humor.
0: Well, you know what? Rankin and Bass made it happen They for did, us. man.
1: <laughs> they were, uh, they are apocryphal books <laughs> that are easy to, to overlook. You have to turn your Bible from the Old Testament to New Testament very slowly <laughs> to get the Rankin and Bass uh, books and the claymation uh, architecture. But uh, I'm sorry, dude, I can't believe that I, we haven't dropped in the little drummer boy yet. That was one of the weirdest experiences in human history right there. It happened in, uh, in the CFC. So, yes, <laughs> we'll get back on track here. But the, the Magi are there much later. That's why I think the point that we we were, were trying to go for. Oh, quick word about that, dude. Wise men, magi, we've done, I've done some sermons on that in the past, and um, you know, a lot of great stuff has been written on that. I, it should not be lost. Think about it. Matthew is typically seen, <clears throat> uh, pardon me, as the gospel for um, Jewish readers. Yeah. Right? And yeah. The most Old Testament references you have a lot how interesting though that the first people in Matthew's gospel yeah. that come to see him on the special visit are gentiles yeah that are from what we think of as ancient persia yep. ancient babylon probably most scholars guess is that there was some sect of Astronomer, philosophers, kingly court advisors, yep. uh, the scholars, as it were, of the king's court back in in ancient days under Daniel's leadership. Yeah, remember Daniel went to into exile. Yep, the Babylonian exile with Israel, and Daniel's raised to a position of prominence, mm-hmm. much like Joseph in Pharaoh's right. court. Right, you know, kind of the, the the number two guy. And um, it appears, uh, our best guess, that his ministry had left an imprint for mm-hmm. centuries. Yeah. So that by the time Jesus is born, you've got this cast of people yeah. that have been looking for this sign. Yeah. And when they see it, yeah. they move. Yeah. Uh, and all it says is Magi plural. Yep. Uh, which means it may have been two, may have been three, may have been 30. Yeah. We don't really know. The, yeah. the, the, I think the reason three stuck and it's in our traditions is probably because of the gifts. Yeah. You know, gold, frankincense, myrrh, Magi one, Magi two, Magi three. Yep. Um, they're not kings. Right. Uh, that's from the old song, We Three Kings of Orion are uh they are, again scholars, mm-hmm. astronomers, wise men. Um, and I'm just fascinated by that.
0: Yeah. well, there's there's so much that's going on. I, I mean, you brought up Joseph, which is an excellent parallel, right? Because like uh, you know Daniel, like Joseph goes into exile and they never return home. Yeah, right. Once Joseph is reunited with his family, I mean he he dies in Egypt yes um and and we get no indication no record that Daniel ever goes back to Jerusalem right he dies in uh you know what was babylon now persia taken over yep. by um by xerxes yep. and uh you know dies in that country and so you know fascinating because again like joseph rises to a level of prominence uh daniel rises and falls actually several times yep um, you know that's kind of his his cycle. He rises to prominence. King gets arrogant, makes a decree that yep. ultimately is going to affect Daniel. Daniel's head gets put on the chopping block. Yep. God comes in and and saves him. Live on to fight another day. And you know we we see this kind of thread and story that moves uh, throughout. Oh, yeah. uh, not just Daniel, but also um, we see his friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, and so. You know, there there seems to be this rich history that was carried into Babylon and then Persia yeah. with this group.
1: Um and fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. It survived all those centuries. Yeah. That there's this group of uh, almost guardians yes. of, of, of and who who knows what things were revealed to Daniel. I mean, you read the book of Daniel, yeah. A lot of things were revealed to right. Daniel about the future <laughs> yeah. and what was coming and that seems to be the most likely explanation yeah why these mysterious strangers show up <laughs> in israel right uh over the star that right. you see
0: i mean at this point you you got to you've got to think at one point israel was a a feared nation yeah right i mean this is this is what israel's trying to get back to right i mean under david yeah. Man, Israel is a powerhouse. Yeah. And and that's what Israel's constantly trying to get back to. By the time by the time Christ enters the scene, yeah. Israel's kind of a Podunk backwater town. Nobody wants to be there.
1: Well, I mean it's not remotely independent anymore. I right. mean they're completely under Roman Yeah. Roman tyranny. I right. mean one of Jesus' followers, Simon the Zealot. Yeah. I mean is is basically a sworn Enemy of Rome, yeah, that wants the Romans driven out, right? Yep. And uh, you know, like we've always said, I'm sure he and Matthew, the tax collector that worked for Rome, had some interesting moments together, right. <laughs> uh, in the company of Jesus, which I'm fascinated by. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they're the, the glory days of Israel are long gone, yeah. Um, you know, at least when they were in Babylon, there was the hope that they would return, which they eventually mm-hmm. did. Uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, under uh, Ezra and Nehemiah, uh, we 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 learn about the return and what life was like. But, yeah, by the time we get to the opening pages of the New Testament, it's a very different picture. But what a beautiful thought that God had prepared this group of people yeah. to show up. Yeah. And they show up looking for this king. Yeah. Now the star, yeah, dude, that's a place yeah. to talk about the star. Yeah,
0: I mean. because I mean, really, this is where, uh, this is how they get there, right? I mean, we these these are astronomers, presumably, right. right? The 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 magi, um, they, you know, they would have had a knowledge of celestial bodies in the sky.
1: Yes. Oh no, doubt. I
0: mean that you know they would have understood you know, eclipses and convergences and um, they would have been taught to interpret these things as signs of things to come. Right. Yep. Um, And so there would have been a knowledge of what was going on in the sky. But again, this, this thing where, where they seem to indicate that this is the star that belongs to this King. Right. Right. There's something unique about this.
1: Yeah, I'll give you my best guess, dude. And this is one of those things, uh, like we see all the time, if I get to heaven and I find out that I'm wrong.
0: Not going to lose any sleep over it. I will lose
1: no sleep. (laughs) I think, again, I'll just be, well, well, that's the, uh, I wonder how many things I'll say to the Lord. Lord, that's the seventeen thousand two hundred ninety second thing I'm wrong about. Right. And uh, he'll say there's plenty more coming. Um, I will not be surprised (laughs) one bit. And I would just be tickled pink to be there. So
0: basically, God's just kind of looking. Greg, you got one thing right, and that was me. That that's one, all that counts.
1: And you got that right because I gave it to right. You. Right. That's that's pretty much how uh, how it works. That's uh, got to be
0: all of us, though.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But I um, I think that my best guess. On yeah. this, I, I every so often I see an interesting article and. If any of our listeners have done that, you might be right, or those articles might be right. Mm-hmm. I have increasingly not thought of it as a literal star. Mm. Um, a couple of reasons. Let me give you my my little clues I see in the text. Verse 7, Matthew 2, Herod summoned the wise men, ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Now, I do recognize, based upon... Uh, I mean, this is an issue for astronomers and constellations. Mm-hmm. Times we can see Venus, other times we can't. Right. right? Uh, so I recognize that the idea of the star appearing, uh, but it appearance could be just appeared, mm-hmm. wasn't there, and then all of a sudden it is there. Uh, and then in verse nine, they went on their way, and it'd be one thing if the star had led them to Israel, mm. Jerusalem. Yeah. Well, that's the capital. That's where we would naturally go first. But it's it's more GPS specific than mm. that. Yeah. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. My read of that is that the star got them there, and then they don't see it. Mm. And then they talked to Herod, Herod, in essence, tells them uh, or ascertains um, from his wise men, rather, uh, that, you know, well, the baby would be born in Bethlehem. But what happens here to the wise men, uh, they, uh, behold, the star that they had seen when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. yeah. Now we mentioned that I think two weeks ago. Child, mm-hmm. um, not infant, right? Pytian. Um, that's right. From you know, pediatric. You yep. know, it's 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 a child, which tells us I don't think. Yeah, you know, this is clearly not the same night. Yeah, the shepherds saw what we think of as the infant Jesus, right. the newborn. The, yeah, the magi did not. They saw more what we think of as a toddler. Yeah, uh, in all likelihood, um, and it's just interesting. Uh, the, the place where the child was, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. So it seems to be the star is either low enough, specific enough, its reach, that it guides them. Notice how specific it is. To the place the child Not the city. Yeah. Oh, not the town. Yeah. Not the zone, but the place the child is. Here's my guess, yeah. and I could be wrong. I just throw it out. I think, okay, has this ever happened before? The closest parallel I see is the wandering of infant Israel mm. in the wilderness. Yeah. They were led yeah. by a pillar of fire by night yep. and a cloud by day. Yeah. And that most scholars think is the, the manifestation of God's special presence. Yeah his special glory, what's often the Shekinah glory it's, yeah. it's it's referred to. I'm wondering if the star that would appear like this bright light, et cetera, is actually the Shekinah glory of God. Mm. I just throw that out. Yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. Again, I'm going to lose zero right. sleep. <laughs> if I find out I was dead wrong and it was an actual star. Yeah. Um, it's a star that behaves very interestingly. Yeah. That's the case.
0: Yeah. and so i've i at this point, I've heard I, I don't know how many different theories or ideas on what the star was or what it could have been. Yeah, you know, I find it um one of the things that I find interesting is that um if it's an actual star, yeah, and 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 again, there's there's nothing in scripture to back this up. I just I like to kind of think through this because if it's an actual star the the sky the stars, the heavens, space, works like a gigantic clock. Right. Everything works in precision and rotation. Right. And that started when, at the very beginning in Genesis, when God created it all. Yep. And so I find the idea of an actual star intriguing and interesting because whatever was going on with this celestial body to cause them to to begin that journey from, uh, you know, Persia, Babylon, that area into Israel, kind of hanging over Jerusalem, then making their way to Bethlehem, then that means that from the foundation of the world, the universe, when God calls it into existence, this, this plan starts... Then, yeah, right. like it's 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 in motion. yeah. and this is, you know, and so to me, and and like you said, if you know, I not if, but when I get to heaven, mm-hmm. um I find out if I find out I'm wrong, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But it's intriguing to me to think about the precision of God's universe and how he's ordered everything and to think that, this has been set in motion from the foundations of the world. Yes. From the beginning. This yeah. is this is what is going to happen and, and at this precise moment, because again, it is precise moment, precise time. This is what they're going to see in the universe that God has established and ordained from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and to me, the the inner workings of God's universe and he, His creation in that regard I find I find so beautiful and fascinating yeah but again the miraculousness of God putting something there that wasn't there yeah right that Shekinah glory to me is just as miraculous and just oh, as fascinating dude
1: I couldn't agree with you more and I, I as you were talking I was sc- scrolling through some on, uh, some notes. Uh, that argue that it could very well be a celestial body like a star. Uh, this is, again, dude, like, kind of yeah. like when we did the Obscure Verses yeah. in November. Uh, the Star of Bethlehem isn't quite on that, but it, yeah. there's enough uncertainty, yeah. mystery. It's a star or an event that behaves unusually, yes, very uniquely, um, and again... It, it, What I love about it, I almost love the cryptic nature of it. Yeah. Because the true, how cliche is this? Right. The true star right. is the one it leads them to. That's right. And no, I'm not talking about Tay Tay. <laughs> We are talking about Jesus, not Tay Tay fan. Sorry. Greg, just uh, shake it off. Yeah. Oh, 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 my goodness. Nathan, I think that was so cheesy. We can't do this anymore. We are never, ever getting back together. All right. Okay. Wow. Can you imagine people homeless? Am I honestly listening to these two knuckleheads? I thought I was talking about Jesus, the star, and we. I, it was my fault. Sorry, everybody. But you you, you played I well. I encouraged it. <laughs> you played well, my friend. Um, so anyway, dude, we've talked about the Magi. Yeah. We've talked about the Star. Yeah. A couple words about their gifts. How are we doing on time? Yeah, we, we're good. Good. Um, Let's keep rolling. Yeah, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm. What every little infant wants from the Fisher-Price toy bin. That's right. Um, obviously, these have some pretty significant uh associations
0: well let's be real the gold isn't half bad
1: <laughs> oh, well the gold ain't half bad at all dude i mean i don't know if a kid appreciates it you know what the kid would want the kid would want the, the uh, box
0: that the gold the came box in. the gold came in you nailed it dude
1: oh my goodness dude isn't that so true dude i know all parents say that but i i just i've got so much real life evidence of that yeah. Lisa and I up till 2.45 in the morning, eyes heavy, building, which means Lisa was building it and I was like pouring her cocoa or something, um, some elaborate yeah. thing. Child playhouse, oh, kitchen so Oh, my gosh. So they can be, and they kind of look at it, they ooh and ah, and then it's all about. And then they find the box. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, um, I'm not sure it's something that uh, a child would have wanted. You know what I'd like to see. I'm actually looking it up now, dude. I don't ever see. Well, that might not be true. Mm. Uh, an example where the gold and the frankincense are um, are referenced um, in Jesus' life. Mm. I imagine they would have become keepsakes. Yep. For Mary and yep. Joseph, and eventually just Mary. Um, a couple thoughts here, obviously, dude. Gold is a precious metal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as it is today, uh, would have been of, of significant value. Um, in the song We Three Kings, yeah, uh, which I love, uh, I say it every year, dude. That version,
2: oh, by the, Sarah
1: McLaughlin, and yeah. yes, bare naked ladies, yeah, uh, which is a weird band to reference in uh, connection to Christmas, but, um. That's where I first really noticed it, how, oh, they're bringing that in. Uh, gold, we bring the crown him on high, uh, king forever. So what is it? Uh, king and God and sacrifice. Fight. Yeah. So there's an association with those gifts. Yeah. That often people would associate Christ's kingship with gold. Yeah. Frankincense, which is just a specific form of incense, which we know is offered as an aroma to God. Myrrh, which is the one that really kind of takes our our breath away, uh, is referenced twice, Mm. both in association with Jesus' death. Mm. One, it was mixed uh, with a wine that he does refuse. So uh, most people think it was an, an analgesic of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wine mixed with myrrh um, offered to Jesus as the way we would use Advil, mm-hmm. Tylenol today while he's on the cross. And then um, myrrh is one of the spices that's used to um, you know, anoint the body of Jesus yeah. in a disturbing as it is in a pre- Embalming age, right? Where they don't have the techniques that we've had now for quite quite a long time. Um, this was considered an act of right tenderness, and you see the women, yes, that want to apply these spices, yeah, to the body of Jesus, and that's why they're in most of the gospel accounts. Why they want to come to the tomb, yeah, not to see the resurrected Jesus, right? That's the big surprise, but to anoint him. So the myrrh, I don't know, just an interesting gift.
0: Yeah, and you know, you were you were bringing that up, and I think it's important to to just you know talk about that they did this because you know, I mean, unlike other cultures, you know, the Egyptians would have been one. The process of mummification and the the preservation of. Yeah. The body just was not a part of their culture like that. Right. This was, you know, an anointing until we can get the burial done. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, I. It's interesting to me because, um, you know, I think I think James Cameron a few years ago, you know, just quote unquote discovered the tomb of Christ. Oh,
1: right, right. You
0: know, and the the irony is. Uh, that tomb was never meant to be a final resting place
1: for him. No, quite the contrary.
0: It was, uh, Nicodemus was offering a kindness, a kind of an interim place so that, um, you know, they they did not do any work on the Sabbath, including burying their dead. So it was getting Christ's body in before sundown, just a place to rest until they could get the tomb uncovered and then they could get his body in the ground. Yeah. and And we find that that the tomb really was just uh, an interim place. like it it that was going to literally be his first only and final resting place because uh, we know that three days later um, he he breaks out. <laughs>
1: uh, absolutely, dude. and and the the specificity of that little detail too, uh, going back seven hundred years before yeah. Jesus came, Isaiah fifty three, and they made his grave with the wicked, and with a rich man in his death. Yeah, uh, interesting. Nicodemus, a wealthy man mm-hmm. uh, that has this family tomb of some sort, yeah, becomes the the lender, as it were, for what is a very temporal uh, situation, as you uh, as you noted. So, just fascinating that myrrh is one of those gifts, and, and again. The only two times we have it referenced yeah. uh, elsewhere in the Gospels is they're both in connection with his death, mm-hmm. his dying, and after his death. Um, unusual gift for a baby, but I I'm not suggesting the magi knew mm-hmm. everything Jesus was going to accomplish. Yeah, but just a a very interesting um, picture. I what I love about it dude, is we're seeing early. Before Jesus begins his ministry in 30 years. Yeah. That Christ is for the nations. yes, And the fact that you have these ancient Persian um, astronomer, philosopher, scholars making that journey and they fall down and they worship him.
0: Yeah. Woo!
1: Yeah. Man, that'll get you going. Warren.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely.
1: And they really do serve as a kind of a... Uh, a nonverbal indictment as Mm -hmm. we noted a a few weeks ago of the religious leaders in Israel that didn't seem to be that curious. Yeah. Like you're thinking, okay, so who are these guys that showed up? Yeah. That's big news. Right. There was no Twitter back then. Right. There were no sports scores. There were no, uh, you know, sightings of uh, interesting celebrities that could fill your feed all day. Uh, these mysterious men arising from the east, asking about a king to be born. Right. And when Herod asked his, you know, court, oh yeah, uh, uh, Bethlehem, right. Micah five two. And you guys what? want to go? Uh, maybe check it out. Man. Right. I mean, that's a pretty. I don't know. These strangers yeah. that show up that make the journey, and and they don't. Yeah. And it it's so sad. Yeah. Um, but it does foreshadow. Yeah. You know what, John tells us he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. Yeah, but he still comes and he dies for Jew and Gentile, male and female, slave and free, to invite every one of us in. It's just uh, really, really stirring. So, yeah, these details are yeah. fascinating. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: well, and you think about, um, you know, you think about even Herod, right? And uh, you know, Herod's not typically in the play. We end with the star and the magi and yeah. the gifts, you know. But the the reality is, you know, Herod is this this Jewish king. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's who he is. Yep. You know, he is he's of the people. This is his background and his history. You know, you think, man, if if Christ had come when David was alive, right? You know, what a different welcome and reception that would have been. But no, he comes in the midst of this uh, this wicked king. Which I mean, really, at the end of the day, that was Israel's history, right? Right. After you know, you have you have Saul who kind of starts okay and then quickly goes off the rails. Um, You have David who. Uh, you know, he's human and he goes off the rails, but a man after God's own heart. Yeah, And then you have Solomon who, again, kind of starts okay and then quickly goes off the rails. And then the rest of Israel's kings, both uh, north and south, really are just a mess. You get a couple in uh, the south that uh, seem to kind of turn some things around and, and seem to want to... Uh, serve God, yes. But no one in the north.
1: Nope. The north is. Uh, yeah, I'm always fascinated by that. Like you find a couple of gems in the southern kingdom. Yeah, we shouldn't be surprised because that's Judah. Yep. Um, and that that that's where we expect. You know, that's where the lion of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. Uh, this is the promise uh, all the way back in Genesis 49. The scepter will not you know will not depart from Judah. Um, but even there it's very bleak yeah with a couple of bright beacon spots that shine you know if you could saw it as a radar yeah. oh, there's a beep there's an occasional beep just a little reminder that god is going to keep his promise uh, and that's what we've been seeing that's what yeah. these verses have helped me see which i mean think about the detail yeah that stresses how god kept his promise yeah And to me, Matthew 2 is is full of these little clues. Yeah. The inclusion of the Gentiles. Yeah. Seen in the Magi. The worth of Jesus that's missed. Yeah. By people that should have known and had the scriptures right before them. Um, You know, even the potential hint at his ultimate destiny. Right. In the myrrh. I'm not trying to press that too much. Sure. But I've always been intrigued by that yeah i've I've read some people say well you know we don't want to make too much of it okay Mm -hmm. i at least am going to let my mind be open to that possibility right that these gifts which seem to be highlighted yes uh and again are unusual baby gifts right uh just all these little clues yeah about what's coming and the fact as you said nathan i loved your thought with a star if it is a celestial body, you, you, whether it is or not, you're absolutely right about the yeah. clockwork. I mean, our series this month in, our, in Sunday mornings is in the fullness of time. Yeah, God sent forth His Son, and you know we've seen. I don't want to recap all those sermons, but we've seen the Hebrew preparation, yeah, the Greek preparation, the Jewish, uh, or I'm sorry, the Roman preparation. Yeah, uh, God did quite a few things to set the stage. Yeah, and then now now yeah and these magi that come just one little chess piece on right the board show you something major is happening
0: yeah no it's, it's so good and it just it reminds us just how much um god is faithful to his promises right i mean man sometime we've got to do just a, a leading up right a road through the old testament oh let's do um, it um you know, leading us to Christ because there's just so much there, the covenants that God makes and how he unfolds all of those for his people, right? I mean, to me, the most brilliant connection here is the promise he makes to David. You know, one of his ancestors, like God is going to establish his throne with a descendant whose reign will never end, which which is fascinating to me because the reality is, this is this is what the people of Israel want, right? They yeah. want the king whose reign will never end. But they outright just reject him, turn after turn yeah. after turn and you know, Christ comes to them, you know, if you had only turned to me. Yeah. You know, I would have embraced you. I would have gathered you up as yeah. as a mother hen does her chicks, you yep. know, and uh, how different would that have looked if Israel had embraced her true king? Yeah. You know, and and I think that's a question that that we should and can ask because this is a question that Jesus asks. Oh, of course, of you course. Know?
1: And in the sovereignty of God, it leads to it's an incredible thing, just the the, the 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 salvation of the whole world. Yeah, I mean, we we see Jew and Gentile because that gospel went forth. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the merciful thing is we see that. Uh, there were Jewish men and women that did come to faith. Yeah, uh, a much smaller element that we would have expected. Right. But in as God is weaving His master plan. Yeah. We see this formation of this new entity called yeah. the church, and yeah. it's yeah, just how it's connected to His the new
0: the new Israel as Paul will refer to yeah. it. Yeah, it's incredible. So, no, very good. Uh, if you know. So excited about, uh, you know, these these thoughts. And, you know, even though we got off track a little bit here, we- uh, I think Well, we, we kept always it. do. That's fair. That's what we do. That's right. That's what we do. Um, looking forward to next week. Next Can't week, wait. we're going to actually look at, um, we're going to look at the Christmas story, yeah. uh, Luke's gospel, and we're going to um, kind of just pull through that piece yeah. by piece. Um, you know, looking forward to that one. That one, Greg, I feel might be a little longer Could because- be. uh, you know okay. i just i love that story i love lingering on that story yeah. and everything that's going on and there is some pre setup up to that with uh you know Elizabeth's song and oh, Mary's yeah. song and you know you have john the baptist preparing so we've got some we've yep. got some other things going on but just lingering on on that
1: and you got all christmas week that's right listen to a little bit of it keep going back uh, it's it's just to re, to visit the story yes um always is good for the soul.
0: Absolutely. Until the next time, we just rock the Casbah. Thank you again for listening to these Go to 11, an unchurchy conversation about everyday faith. Once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane and you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org.
2: These go to eleven.